Okay, folks, Andrew Bobros here. I want to talk about the five things that our defense needs to do in 2023 for a Super Bowl run. So let's get into it. Bobros! All right, folks, as always, like and subscribe if you do enjoy the content. But let's talk about the Chargers. Let's talk about defense. Let's talk about what I think that we need to do to actually be competing for a Super Bowl in uh, 2023, right? I think it's a big part of the conversation. They were all hyped on us last season, but they're sleeping on us this season. But what do we need to do defensively? I'm also going to do a video like this for the offense probably next week. Um, but I want to talk about this band right here, our boy uh, Derek Ainsley. Look, I think um, I think he brings a lot of leadership, a lot of leadership qualities, right? And he brings one word that I always think about is consistency, right? Consistency is a big part of what he brings to the table here specifically. And, you know, I, I was a bit unimpressed with, you know, his initial press conference being the new defensive coordinator, only because I kind of wanted him to say something like, oh, you know, we're going to focus on the run. We're going to stop the pass. We're going to, you know, we're going to mix things up, you know, but he basically just said, now, nope. you know, Brandon says the guy, I'm just here to, to be there to support him. I just thought that was kind of an interesting, you know, conversation. Having said that, he does bring consistency, right? And the players clearly really like uh, DA or Ainsley, Derek Ainsley specifically. So it's exciting to see. And so that brings me to my number five reason. My number five thing that we need to focus on is consistency. Guys, I know we don't want to talk about it. The Jags game. Look, that was a 27 to zero loss in the playoffs. Right. And the argument, I've seen a lot of commentators talk about this. The argument is that Joe Burrow wouldn't have lost that game. Pat Mahomes wouldn't have lost that game. Right. And, you know, all the top quarterbacks in the league wouldn't have lost that game. Right. It falls on the head coach and it falls on the quarterback, you know, for the most part. Yeah. Well, okay. But the reality is the defense gave up that many points. I mean, that is a lot of points to give up in, in one half of football. And, Look, I reviewed all the games from last season, and you know it's interesting. We'd have good quarters, we'd have bad quarters, we'd have good halves, and then we'd have bad halves, and that's exactly what we happened in that Jags game. But we did not play consistent, right? I know we talk a lot about that. The NFL, you have to be consistent, and we just sort of struggled with that last year. We just never got there. You know, Brandon Staley specifically said, he's like, yeah, I think a big part of it was we had so many injuries, people were in and out. You know, we, we had all these problems. And, and there's some truth to that, right? So, you know, I, I do think that we we needed to play more consistent as a team, and we did not. We did not play sound team defense every game of the season. I think that was a big part of the problem, right? So, again, it's – it's, and again, I think that, that goes with a lot of the injuries, but at the end of the day, it's also the fact that we just did not play consistent as a team. So, let me go to my number four. My number four is um, the secondary. Right. I think, you know, we had some good and bad games on that. Right. I mean, talking about the Jags game, I think the big a lot of people aren't talking about this, but Mike Davis got hurt. And I think once he went out of the game, that game completely changed and they were able to pick apart, um, you know, uh, just the secondary 100 percent. And most likely what I'm focusing on, on when I talk about the secondary is I'm talking about our safety play right now. Uh, it's slotted that Alohi Gilman is going to be our guy. Not convinced he's the guy, right? JT Woods has not shown he's the guy, okay? And you guys all know I want John Johnson. I've talked about this at nauseum till I'm absolutely blue in the face, right? At the end of the day, John Johnson's my guy. But here's an interesting chart that I want to pull up just so you guys could see 
where we stacked as far as interceptions concerned last season. Uh, we had 14. Um, as far as takeaways and turnovers are concerned, we were plus five in the differential turnover margin, right? So we had 14 interceptions, 10 fumble recoveries, 24. The Niners, conversely, had 13, okay? They had 20 interceptions and uh, 10 fumbles, total of 30. Cowboys, 10 uh, plus 10, they had uh, 16 and 17. You know, their pass rush was much better, right? So, Again, we're going to continue to talk more about that. So my point is that Brandon Staley, as we all know, runs fairly light boxes, right? That affects the run stopping. But the theory is that we should be doing better in interceptions, right? Now, we can talk all day. Again, I watched the entire season over uh, two times. And there were a lot of interceptions that were actually, I, I can think of two that Asante Samuel had that were overturned. And I mean, it's ridiculous. Some of the, some of the, the things that happened and, you know, uh, to us last season. So again, we've got to get better at safety play. We've got to get better at stealing the ball, taking the ball out of the air, right. And being more aggressive in that regard. So again, I still think there's money left in the tank that we go after a safety for the backfield with Derwin James. I think that's going to happen. That's my prediction for sure. Uh, what do you guys think? And or do you guys think that Lowe is ready to make that next step? I think a lot of people, even Derwin James, thinks he is. So, you know, I guess I guess we'll see how that plays out. Uh, so number three is we need to stop the run, folks. We gave up 145 yards per game on the ground. Now you might say to yourself, "Well, that's 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 really bad." Well, yeah, it's pretty bad, right? So. Just so you know, we were ranked. There's, uh, we were 28th in the league at this point, right? So, and it was splitting hairs. We're like right there with the Detroit Lions, Giants, Packers, 145 yards per game, right? The worst team was 170, and that was the Texans. The number one team was actually 76, and that was the Tennessee Titans. They only gave up 76 uh, yards per game. So it's really interesting to see. And then, oh, actually, the Niners were 77. So my point is, you want to be elite, you want to be around 100 yards per game. If you can average that, you're elite. You're doing really well. Um, but when we start talking about run stopping, I'm going to make a bit of a bold prediction. This is going to be the guy I'm going to be looking at heavily, heavily um, in in spring training. It's this this guy right here, all button gut, Gerard Clark. I know he's undrafted free agent. I think he fits in very well when we start talking about stopping the run. This man right here is a run stopping specialist. That's what he does. He he's had a few sacks in college. But I'm very curious to see if he does anything. Again, um, again, undrafted free agent, folks. I don't know that he's really going to be the guy. But I think this guy has the mentality of somebody we need on the line. Guys, agree or disagree with me on this? I feel like our team defense as a whole is not playing nasty, right? And when you start talking about stopping the run, that's a physical game, guys. It's I am going to overpower that person in front of me. I'm going to, that A gap is mine. That B gap is mine. I'm going to jam that hole. This guy can do that. We just don't have that on our defense. What do you guys think? Am I right or wrong on that? You know, agree or disagree with me on that. But I think, I guess I'm showing Gerard Clark because I do think that guy has some nastiness. He has some dog in him, right? That's what the kids are saying now, dog. And so I do think that there is some some thoughts to the fact that he could potentially be that guy that could step up. And again, it's an undrafted free agent. We'll see what happens. Guys, who knows? But my point is, we need some nastiness on the line. And again, we could talk about injuries all day, play more physical. Y'all know, you know, we really, you know, the def 
the defensive line was decimated last season, folks. When we pick up Brandon Moa, Brandon Moa from the uh, Falcons uh, practice squad, you you know that it was it was a tough season of injuries for us on the defensive line. So, God willing, we stay healthy. You know, uh, Nick Williams, I think, is also a good pickup that we have. You know, I think he's going to step in uh, and do some good things on the defensive line. But again, I think we need to play more nasty. So, number two is improving the pass rush. Folks, our pass rush was not great. We were okay. And I think largely because of injuries, right? I, I, you guys seeing a theme here? <laughs> and it's, you know, again, no, nobody likes excuses, especially in football. Come on, at the end of the day, it's you, you just beat the guy in front of you, go for it, make it happen. But damn, the injuries we had. I mean, so check out this chart right here, right? So let's see where the Chargers sit. We had 40 sacks, you know, towards the bottom, you know, Really, I think, you know, we should have at least had 50 um, with the amount of talent we had. I mean, the league alone thought we would just be way up there, you know, at least 50, 60, right? You know, near the Patriots, Cowboys, Chiefs. We just weren't there, folks, right? And look at look at the two teams. The two teams are the most sacks. Guess what? They competed in a Super Bowl, right? So, guys, it's important to put pressure on that quarterback, right? And look at look at the look at the Eagles. They had 70 folks. That is huge. And they spent, you know, the, the Eagles put a lot of investment into their um, into their defensive line. They've done a great job. And, you know, again, it's, it's a big part of it. Now, we did just sign a guy. We signed Thule. Um, I like the fact that he's going to be there. I think he's going to help our pass rush a lot. I personally expect we're going to run a lot of nickel uh, this season. I, and I said that, again, last season, and we did run a lot of nickel as well, too. Um yeah, so I'm very curious to see some of the blitz packages that we get. Again, we talked quite a bit about Derek Ainsley, Brandon Staley, but I do think that there's a good chance that we could have uh, a pretty unique defensive package moving forward this season. So, you know, we've got to get better of just even putting a little pressure in front of these quarterbacks. These quarterbacks are good, folks, right? I mean, you give them enough time. They're going to cut you apart, right? It, that's just, that's just the nature of the business, right? So, you know, it's huge. We need to get more pressure. We need to get some more pressure in their face. All right. So number number one, the number one thing we need to do this season is stay healthy, folks. I know a bit of a cop out. You might say, Andrew, uh, duh. Anyways, but my point is, this team was limited by injuries last season. I I hundred percent believe that. Now we do have a new athletic trainer. Sal Lopez from the Titans. The Titans have historically done a very good job of staying healthy. Um, but clearly, they wanted to go a different path from what we had in the past. And so, guys, if we could just stay healthy. this The nice thing about staying healthy specifically here, this team has a lot of depth. I like the depth. Every one of our positions, I mean, even doing this video today, folks, I was thinking a lot about it, right? I mean, you got Jasir Taylor. He's stepping up, doing great. Dean Leonard, he's doing great. I mean, Dean Leonard would probably be a starter on just about, you know, some of the other teams like the Texans or the Titans, or not the Titans, the um, Texans or maybe the Falcons. Some of these players that really are teams who do not have a lot of secondary play or depth, they would be starters on those teams or, or at least, you know, very close to starting. My point is we have plenty of depth, okay? So if we get an injury or two here and there, you know, we're going to go from there. One thing I will also say, I do think that we are most likely going to do a rotation of players. Again, I rewatched all these 
games from last season. It, that's again, not a whole lot of news coming out, right? But this is a good time to probably review some of these older games and see what you think. We didn't rotate players in and out a lot, right? I, I suspect this season there's going to be a lot more rotation of players, right? So jumbo packages, uh, you know, we're going to see a different complete group setting. And again, that does happen, but we're going to see a lot more rotation of players. So people get breathers and, you know, people stay healthy, right? And, and are ready to go in the fourth quarter. I think it's one of the things that that really needs to happen moving forward uh, with this team. So, guys, I just think there's a lot of things we could discuss about this. Um, but I want to know what your thoughts are, right? Am I way off? What else would you put on this list? Am I missing something? Let's have a discussion. I know, folks, there's not a whole lot of news coming out right now. But we want to engage with you folks and put some content out there. So, as always, Andrew Bolprose. See you guys in the next one.